Welcome to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast, where we feature expert thought leaders and cover the best strategies, stories, and psychology you need to land big ticket clients. Because as you know, you can't catch a whale with a worm. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pillay with Jordan Paris podcast host for the Growth Mindset University. Jordan, it is my pleasure, my honor to have you on today. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. This is, I mean, podcasting is uh, something I love doing. I love being on both ends, you know. Uh, I love being the host. I also love being a guest. I just love podcasting. Oh, just love that. Hey, where are you located uh, right now in this call? uh, call? Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Florida. So, What about you? I'm actually in Austin, Texas. It's kind of a, a rainy, dark day here, but it's all- I like rain. I like rain, man. You like rain? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a writer's best friend, for sure. It, it is. And, it is. And, definitely. Uh, yeah. And I wouldn't go so far as like pin myself down as just a writer, because like, obviously I do so many things, and I want to respect the, the, the title of writer for people like Mark Manson, the professional writers. Yeah. But uh, I, I do enjoy writing a lot, so- yeah. It brings yeah. me a lot of peace, and I just—it just amplifies it when it's raining. I just open up the deck door and uh, and, and sit sit right near the rain. So it's great. Yeah. No, and and I want to talk about some of those people like Mark Manson you just mentioned here in a little bit. But before we do that, can I just say that I am just number one amazed by you, impressed by you. I am inspired by you, and I'm going to tell everybody why right now. Okay, is that okay? Can I do that? <laughs> you, you can do that, Doctor okay. Play. Let, let me do that. First of all, you are one of the top education-based podcasts on iTunes right now. You've hovered between the 20s to the 30s, you know, on the education, uh, you know, uh, part of their criteria, whatever. The education well, category, yes. Yeah, the education category. You, you have hundreds of reviews and, you know, positive reviews, like a 4.9 out of 5. You are a top guy in terms of the influence world in podcasting. And yet, and he, wait for it, you're 21 years old, you tell me. <laughs> I guess I am. Yeah, and, and you know, hey, they, they say age ain't nothing but a number. I hear that. But can you tell us in your 21 years how you found yourself to be the most, one of the most successful podcast hosts I know of? Jeez, I mean, it just kind of happened. So many things in my life have been, have come from a series of decisions without hesitation. Uh, that's where most good things in my life have come from. It's not been, oh, let me sit here and uh, I'll think about it for a couple of months and uh, then I'll make a decision if I want to start this podcast. No, 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 no. Everything, the book, the podcast. And if we even go back to like high school, okay? I, you know, I wasn't involved at all until my last year where I like, I ran track and I'd never run track in my life before. I just did it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then football, I just did it. Like I never played tackle football in my life and I just played it for the school senior year. Uh, I did it with my best friend and I don't recall a single conversation deliberating back and forth as to whether or not we should do this. We just said, yeah, 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 let's, uh, let's do it. <laughs> and like we, and we just figured out how to get on the team and we did and we were there. And uh, even though we were called gay every single day, uh, you know, j- just because like, we were only friends with each other. Like we just didn't get along with the rest of the team. It was a, it was a horrible experience like in the moment, but I'm so grateful for it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's it part of 
it's part of my foundation. And then we go to like the first week, first week of college where like I, you know, out of nowhere, like I, I went from a high school loser to someone who's got things going on like real quick within a matter of days. And, yeah. you know, I joined, uh, I, I became a student athlete out of nowhere. I was a, a male cheerleader of all things. Like I was lifting human beings over my head and doing backflips. Wow. Yeah. The first 18 years of my life, I was 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. I never, like it never crossed my mind. Like that would be cool to do. No, I just like it never, uh, I never thought about it. So, and it just came from being spontaneous and deciding without hesitation Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I joined, uh, oh, I became president of uh, my residence hall. Mm-hmm. So I was governing over Florida State University or no, Florida Gulf Coast University. Gulf Coast, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, uh, and so like I had some things going on and, you know, I got a, I, I decided to rush a fraternity too, but that was, that's whatever. But it's still like in line with our principle here of deciding without hesitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it came time, you know, I, I shared a paper on health that I had written for, uh, uh, for school on, um, w- with, a with a friend of mine who's, you know, more than twice my age and he's a celebrity trainer in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, dude, you need to start sharing this stuff. You should start a blog. And I said, okay, I just did it. <laughs> December, December 2nd of 2016, jordanparishealth.com went up. It's now of course, jordanparis.com, but that was the beginning. And I was blogging once a week and, uh, probably under five people read it. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, but it was good. It was good. And I was like developing my voice along the way, getting better, figuring out like, you know, that I kind of sucked and that, but I could get better and I was seeing myself get better. So it was cool. Yeah. Uh, at, at so many things. And then when it came to starting the podcast and writing the book, mm-hmm. like I just decided there was no hesitation there, no deliberation, no asking friends, should I do this? Should I do this? No, 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 no. I just did it. Uh, And uh, now there's one area of my life where I thought about it for years on end. Ready? Mm -hmm. Video content, creating videos, creating one minute videos. Yeah. November of 2016, I I, I wanted to get on this TV show called Survivor, like one of the two shows that I watch. Otherwise, I don't watch TV. I call it the income reduction box. So, yeah, I love that income. Yeah, box. yeah so uh, so November 2016, I was like, yeah, I want to get on this show. And uh, uh, all I needed to do was record a one-minute audition video. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I, 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 I delayed. I delayed and delayed. I put it off. I was camera shy. I couldn't do it. And uh, I thought about it every single day for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a great pair of friends – uh, Heather Monahan, who's episode eighty nine on my podcast, and uh, Dennis Yu, who's uh, who uh, you know we're we're in post production right now mm-hmm. uh, with that episode. Dennis Yu, a great mentor of mine, they both pushed me to uh, create one of my videos. Uh, Dennis actually went so far as to I, I don't have it near me right now, but mm-hmm. went so far as to buy me an iPhone XS Max mm-hmm. uh, about two months ago to literally just to create one minute videos because he believed in me. Yeah, and uh, that was two months ago, and ever since, over a little bit over two months ago, about uh, nine weeks ago, ever since then, things have taken off in a whole new way that I didn't see possible. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and thus, that was the time period in which I have uh, you know reached number as high as number twenty six in education mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. Uh, but I didn't decide without hesitation for two and a half years. But then one day. Boom. When it was time, when it was time to just pick up the phone and do it, yeah, I had a little external motivation 
mm-hmm. an obligation even because he had just bought me that. But like, I was like, I just pulled it out and did it. I was like, oh, I could have done this two and a half years <laughs> yeah, ago. Years ago, yeah. I literally <laughs> wasted almost a thousand days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before you got that. You know, I love your deciding without hesitation. That That is really... I have to say that that is a powerful, you know, mantra and, and a way to live. I also well, love your, I love your TV is the income reduction box. That's a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, as far as like the decision without hesitation, look, that's just what it is for me. It may not be like that for everyone. And there is such a thing called strategic procrastination that mm-hmm. uh, organizational psychologist Adam Grant, or is it? Adam Grant writes about in this here book mm-hmm. uh, and, and strategic procrastination is a real thing. And, and the name and some, of that book some is, things require more thought. Like they the do. Book, and the name of that book for our listeners is originals by Adam Grant. That's right. All right, go ahead. And, uh, and, but you know, for me, for most things, that's how it works. I have to decide without hesitation or else I sabotage myself. And that's everything from what I had just talked about to, Simple things like approaching a, a beautiful woman across the room. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you've 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 obviously had some really powerful guests on your show. For example, we, you mentioned um, uh, Dennis Yu, right? Yes, Dennis. Oh, and and you've had Dan Locke, um, yeah. another very powerful um, uh, guest. Uh, you've got folks like James Altucher, um, David Meltzer. Uh, Mark Manson, just an amazing list of folk here, uh, folks here. But you've you've written this book here, Growth Mindset University. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting relationship that that a lot of writers have with their old books, and especially with me. I mean, I was, I mean, I'm only 21 right now, but I was 20 when I wrote it. Yep. And uh, you know, I uh, that's the nature of growth. I knew when I was writing this that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd be a hypocrite. But now it's like. I knew it was going to get outdated very quickly and I was going to change mm. so much. And, and like, there's so many things that I would like go in and, uh, and, and just like, you know, redo. Not that like, like, look, there's zero errors in there. It's just like, second like it's good. It's version. good. Right. For sure. Yeah. You know, maybe, but, uh, and I'm just, I'm a better writer now too, after studying my man, Mark Manson. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I, I even took his, uh, his course and I'm just a, I'm a student of his. Like I just, I like in every sense of the word, like I am just, I just study him. Uh, yeah. I just, I've got all his books and uh, I love his, just love his work. So, uh, and yeah, Growth Mindset University, it's a good book. Like if it's, it's a lot like, you know, Awaken the Giant Within, I've heard people describe it like this, you know, that book by Tony Robbins, yeah. which is right behind me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, th- this person said, like, if, if you, if it's the first book you read, it will absolutely change your life. If it's like the 80th book you read, it's not, it's probably not going to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same with this book, with yeah. Growth Mindset University. Which is, which is not a bad and, thing, right? It's, it's for sure. It's kind of, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, 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 no. You, I'll defer to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I was just going to agree with you. You know, some there are some books that you really need to read first, <laughs> and if you read them uh, in the wrong time frame, they appear to have all the things everybody else has said. <laughs> and it's right. all, oh, it's not. It's not because you took from them. It's just because you you were addressing some very very elemental, uh, important issues that everybody would agree with. Right. Uh, and so now like, so it is, um, 
you know, it's laid out like how to win friends and influence people yeah. with a principle at the end of every chapter. So there's 12 principles in there. Yep. And, uh, but now I'm, you know, I, and I was doing this with my podcast in the beginning too. And I, I did it with my book, my first book. And I did it with my podcast in the beginning where mm-hmm. I was appealing to a gen, a very general audience, a very wide audience trying to please everyone. Yeah. Uh, and, and just, and it was for, it was for beginners, so to say, as I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, now with, with the podcast, uh, you know, and I guess I would say in the last, yes, it's been six months since it's been like this with the podcast. I'm appealing. I'm, I've been working very diligently to, to appeal to a much more advanced person. You know, right. And I've been, and I've, and I'm, I'm at a point where I'm doing that very, very well now. Like I constantly think in my questions, is this like, is this for a simple person? Would a simple person enjoy this? Yeah. Or would a more advanced person enjoy this? And, and I use as my avatar, believe it or not. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask you, who is your main audience for your podcast and your book? Right. So I, I, think, of, I think of two people. I mean, I, I don't know that this would be indicative of my audience, so to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can get there if we want to. However, the, the avatars, the people that I think about in my head when I'm asking these questions, mm-hmm. I think of two extremely advanced people in my life. One of them is my best friend, Patrick. He is smart as a whip, this guy. Like, he just, he just gets it, man. He, he knows. He's got a, a sense for human behavior like no other. And he's very advanced, and he's not satisfied by the simple topics. And he didn't listen back then, but now he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and also, I think of, my father who's a 55 year old general surgeon mm. like he 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 didn't he did not listen when it was simple stuff and now now he like really loves it there's episodes that he's listened to twice like this guy was fascinating yeah. uh, like ron mahultra was fascinating i listened to it twice i'm listening to it right now again mm-hmm. and uh, and so like that's how i've been that that's that's who i think of when, when i'm asking uh, when i'm asking questions Let's talk about your podcast and the, well, first of all, let's talk about Dan Locke and some of your top guests here that you've talked about. How did you snag an interview with Dan Locke? I mean, he is like, isn't he top of the food chain in the, in certain markets? I mean, yeah, <laughs> this really is. And uh, your, you know, listeners of your show, a show like this will absolutely, of course, know Dan exactly. Locke who he is so he's called the high ticket uh king or high something closer or high uh, t- well, he, king of high ticket sales high ticket yeah. closer yeah king of high ticket yeah now on our show we don't call it high ticket by the way we call it big ticket and we're talking about account-based marketing you know marketing companies and firms and it's not mass marketing so that's our main difference so high right. ticket is great for mass marketing but we're talking about you know big company sales and efforts and firms and things like that. But anyway, Dan Locke is huge. So how did you get him on your show? (laughs) Yeah, all of so much has come to me through relationships. Like even in just the past week, I've been thrown like a $20,000 deal just because like of relationships that were already there and the trust is like already there. I literally don't have to sell. Like I I just don't. Like like Mm -hmm. the one person trusts me so much that, that he made the other person trust me. So yeah. like, it's great. Uh, so, but like it works very, uh, it, it works like similarly in, uh, in, you know, in the way I've got my guests as far as relationships, 
uh, I've been treating everyone like they can get me a cover story on Forbes magazine for so long. And I plant seeds every single day and every single day, a seed, like something comes back to me from a seed that I planted mm-hmm. months, many, many months ago, over half a year ago, a, a year ago, it comes back to me every single day, like all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, and it just compounds and compounds. And uh, yeah, like Monday morning, it was a Monday morning, uh, a couple of months ago, I woke up to an email introduction from Dan Locke. I said, huh, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like I just, yeah, it just happened. I didn't expect it. And then uh, so, so, so he, he reached out to you or, or you had reached out to him at some point and then he responded? No, I never reached out to him. He, I, I was introduced by a, by a third party. By a who, third party. Okay. Who yeah, had been a guest and, and who, yeah, who looped in him and his team and yeah. uh, they want to do a show with me. I was like, yeah. So, so, uh, so how, how, I, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, how is it to interview such big ticket guests, if you will? Yeah. Yeah, wow, I've never had to uh, describe it before. Um, it's intimidating. Uh, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. So much, so many hours, so many different means of preparing. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's YouTube, their book, uh, obviously their website, that's like the bare minimum, mm-hmm. their content. Uh, gosh, I, I, I prepare in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, with Dan, I just kind of consumed everything. I, I'd been like, I already knew who he was, obviously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, I prepare a lot. You know, um, you know, you mentioned something when you were explaining how you connected with Dan Locke. You used one word, which is probably the most important word in my career, and that is relationships. And you made the point that that's really all you do is you create relationships and that's what bears fruit for your business development, for your podcast and so on. Can you share with folks, you know, because a lot of people are busy doing what I call small ticket mass marketing where they, they want to send out, uh, they want to do advertising or they want to send out automations on LinkedIn and all these things where they're not personal. They're not connecting with anyone really. Ah, that's the biggest turn off. Yeah, it's such a turnoff. But can you tell us how important for you, again, I know you've already started that thought process, relationships are for getting business, the, the kind of business you're looking for and the kind of podcast guests you're looking for. It's the difference between playing the long game and the short game. And I play the long game in every sense of the way. I mean, yes, a, a lot of guests I get through introductions and friends introducing me that know them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of it is me doing it myself too. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll comment on all their stuff. I'll, uh, you know, like whether it's uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, you know, I'll message them. I'll, you know, I'll start a dialogue with them without even asking for anything, just building rapport over a really, really long period of time. Yeah. And because I play the long game and I'm committed to it, I know exactly mm-hmm. when the time is to go in for the ask. Or better yet, most of the time, uh, people will, come to me <laughs> with uh with the ask that i want and it's great um i just like i love holding out you know yeah but the longer i can hold out it's like it's like so fun for me it's a game it's literally it's the yeah. long game it's like a it's the funnest video game in the world for yeah. me and there's there's a lot of of intentional moves and psychology involved in that game you know you know you mentioned um you know a process that is sort of your biggest list of 
must-haves. You said that you, you want to do things every day that allow you to have fun while you're doing them, that involve helping you make some money, or a lot of money, I think you said. For sure. <laughs> and then the last thing was you want to help a lot of people. So I take it, those are three things you live by. Can you share that with us? What you mean by that? Yeah, don't make a living, design a life. It's been in my Instagram bio for almost three years now. Actually, what's 12 times three, uh, 34 months. Uh, 12 times three is 36 and then minus two. So it's so 34 months, it's been there in my bio, uh, not because it sounds good, but because it actually works. And yeah. you know, I've designed my life around the three criteria you had mentioned. Uh, you know, does it, does it uh, make a lot of money, have a lot of fun, help a lot of people. And uh, if it doesn't, if a specific activity doesn't fit at least one or two of those three criteria, mm-hmm. I don't do it. I either don't do it at all or I outsource it. That's, it's really as simple as that. It's a filter yeah. over your entire life. Wow. How did, you, how did you come up with that? Actually, I have so many questions for you. I don't know where to start, but mm-hmm. how did you come up with those three things I put these back on. <laughs> as, as the criteria that you, you know, Steve Jobs once said in at some university speech he gave that every day when he wakes up, he asks himself a simple question. Um, am I enjoying or loving what I do? you know, every day. And if the answer is ever no, he'll quit (laughs) and do something else, you know, and that I'm sure a lot of people remember that that's just a powerful statement and stake in the ground. And here you have one that I think is as powerful. How did you come up with, you know, these are the three things that must guide my life. Yeah, that was so, as I mentioned, how long it's been in there, uh, how long it's been the guiding force in my life. But I I didn't solidify the concepts in my head until, you know, the past half a year and, you know, like six months ago when I interviewed David Meltzer and his, like his mission statement is, is, uh, I, I don't, I forget the exact order, but it's like, have a lot of fun, uh, help a lot of people and make a lot of money. And, uh, I was like, Oh, that's what I've been doing the whole time. Like <laughs> that it, was, it. It, was, it was subconscious. And now I've like literally applied the filter uh, over that. That's my filter. Uh, it solidified those concepts in my head. And uh, now that's how I, I mean, shall I operate? Wow. That, that's amazing. So um, you have here on your, one of your profiles that you're a change agent for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? And by the way, is that, do you do consulting or coaching or how do you sort of manifest being a change agent? Yeah. So right now I am, uh, you know, it's like, gosh, it's such an, it's such a minimum viable product right now, but like I am, uh, you know, working on this marketing agency for serious podcasters because everyone comes to me, Mm -hmm. everyone in the podcast space wants what I have. Yeah. Everyone wants the graphics videos Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, everything uh you know the the listeners that i have like everyone wants that so and people come in my dms all the time like jordan how'd you do this jordan how do you do that and and so it just made so much sense and uh and it's like my friends are my one funny my one friend told me like like dude i'm so jealous as to how easy this is going to be for you to market like it's just gonna (laughs) and i've like barely scratched the surface uh like i've barely put it out there like it's just you know like that like that just that deal that i got last week and uh and uh and just like people that uh you know that i've told like i've told i've told probably five people and four Mm -hmm. of them have 
become clients. Like, oh. <laughs> like so it's a, it's a good indication right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do I manifest change? It well, change agent for the future in my, uh, in, in right there on my LinkedIn profile, it came for, for my, uh, in my experience section, like it came cause I had lifestyle entrepreneur there and mm-hmm. my friend Dennis said, that has some negative connotations to it here right now in 2019. You want to change that. And I, that's what I thought of to change it to. Uh, cause that's, that's what I am. And that, more specifically, that's what I do in like the, the field of, uh, the, the education space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm very, very loud about uh, my uh, asserting my opinion about on education. I draw my line in the sand because uh, you know, if you stay neutral, nobody cares about you and nobody's talking about you and thus you're not making money. So um, like, I just love the angry people that comment on my posts. Like it just helps me blow up even more. Like the more people comment, it just draw specifically on LinkedIn. Like it just keeps drawing more and more people to my posts and it just, and the views get up there in the hundreds of thousands and like, it's great. So yeah. like, like keep get, you can get angry at me all you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like it's well, great. <laughs> you know, if you saw me uh, sort of looking to the left, there was this huge explosion thunder while you were speaking. I wonder if it was you that did that. <laughs> and, and, um, and now there, there, there's a car in the background going bump, bump, bump. So you just caused some major disruption here, my friend. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's just so exciting to hear you talk about these things. And by the way, I agree with you starting a podcast marketing agency for you would be a natural because obviously you've been very successful with uh, your guests and your content and on iTunes and things like that. So if you do sort of push that forward, you'll have all my support for sure. Um, tell us some of your favorite stories of success, either from your guests or your maybe clients or people you've worked with, some of the funny stories maybe, or whatever you think is, is something we'd love to, to hear that has shown the transformation that you like to bring to people's life. Because you're a transformer. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you're a guy who likes to transform the world. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the, for the most part, when I have my guests on, like I, I give them the stage, you know? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't try to like, like bring them to the, to my side. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't try to like change their thinking. Uh, like, I don't know. I come, they come on my show. I want them on my show for like their unique. Yeah. And and I don't mean you're trying to transform your guests. I mean, Mm -hmm. well, maybe I should put that question differently because we were talking about being a change agent uh, for the future. So I just threw the word transform in there, but maybe my question should be, do you have any stories of success that led you to be a change agent um, um, in which you were changing the world or something? No, it's hard to say. I mean, it's really just, I mean, what led me here? It's what you aspire to be. It's not something that you've been doing in the past. Is that what you're saying? uh, What do you mean? Okay. So, so what, maybe you should tell us what you mean by change, change agent in the future. I just, it's, it's, there's not as much value attached to it as you think there is. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, it's, it's like a placeholder. <laughs> Cause like I, you have to name an experience yes. on LinkedIn. Yes. Um, and, and I was told that lifestyle entrepreneur wasn't cutting it. So <laughs> by the way, by the way, I get it. And in fact, you know, 
you're a guy who has found great success deciding without hesitation. Trust me, you can be in the loop of looking for a name for years <laughs> if you want it to be. So good for you that you just take action and you move forward. So, you know, loving that. Tell us anything else that you think um, is exciting for you right now. What, what, are you, what are you most focused on like today and right mm-hmm. now? Yeah, right now I'm writing a new book, ah. and uh, you know I'm, I'm I, I, yeah, just like I, I just have so much fun with the podcast all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited for my interview with James Altucher mm-hmm. to release on July eighth. Okay. Um, the team is really. Uh, I'll just say messing up as far as the production right now. So like, oh. so like there's, there's a little, uh, <laughs> so we had to push it back a week. Um, but July, uh, July 8th will be that day. And uh, it's, it's really going to be great because we had three cameras and then a moving camera. So like four and the, the production is, I uh, just, uh, it's great. And then of course there was the live audience. Like it's just going to be, it's very cinematic. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and while I've not seen the, final product of course mm-hmm. doesn't exist yet uh I, i'm really uh, excited to uh, see that because like when i was in the moment dude mm-hmm. i like the adrenaline just took over like i i i i don't even remember what i said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over, the, over the span of that two hours like i don't even know so yeah. i'm just as eager to watch it as everyone else like <laughs> wow. i have no idea so uh we'll see so that, it, was, it wasn't done over the web. You were in person, both of you. Yeah, did? we were. Yeah, we were in person. You had a film film crew sort of uh, capture the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, very very cool. So, do you have any last words of advice to uh, for you know up and coming you know podcast uh, hosts or or maybe people who want to get on the the influencer stage, which is where I would categorize a lot of what you've done. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of a lot of podcasters try and play celebrity bingo. Mm. I've never talked about this before. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's like all they're focused on um, is just checking checking a box. And uh, the the guest or the guest can tell. Mm-hmm. Like it just seems transactional. Mm. you got to be there to build a relationship. The goal for me all the time, like is the end goal is for the guest to not see me as a podcast host, mm. but as a friend. And, uh, and I've, and I've made that I've, you know, with Kevin Rudolph, like, you know, one, one of my favorite musicians, I've been listening to him since I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had one of the, biggest songs of the century let it rock and uh it was just my anthem and uh, i i had him on the show and uh that was a was a little while ago now three four months ago and uh fast forward you know he's uh you know he follows me on every single platform facebook we're facebook friends uh instagram uh twitter he follows two of my accounts on twitter Mm -hmm. and um and he likes my tweets, likes my post everywhere. And it's like, and it's like, I'll be listening to his music and I just see like a, a like or a DM come through from him. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I replicated that relationship over many times. And that's, 
the goal. Like he doesn't see me as a podcast host. Yeah. What, what great advice. And again, it goes back to your focus on relationships, which I just think is, <laughs> that's the secret. That's the Holy grail that a lot of people miss is they don't focus mm. on relationships. In fact, you know, you've been on NASDAQ, Men's Health, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch. One of the big problems that a lot of um, content marketers, content producers, of which podcasting is, you know, in that category, one of the biggest problems they, they struggle with is how to monetize. So, for example, they spend a lot of time, a lot of passion, love creating these podcasts. And at some point, they got to ask the question, how do I make money? <laughs> Can we talk about that? Can we yes, talk about that right now? That's, that, that's so my that was, question for you. Yeah, that was my next piece that yeah. I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. People are so focused on making money from just like solely based on their listenership and mm -hmm. their audience. Like, in other words, ad revenue. Yes. And that's really hard. And I don't recommend that and that can go away really quickly too yeah. mm -hmm. uh, what a, the the alternative there is to build a business and how do you, how do, you around, do that right build a business around like you know your core so so my uh so like right in the beginning of my show it's it doesn't it's not every episode but a lot of episodes i'd say it comes out to like every other episode but there's no rhyme or reason to it it's just like whenever I feel like it's, it would be good to insert it. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, hey, uh, you know, if you, if you want to start your own podcast or, you know, take yours or take your current podcast to the next level, uh, I, I mean, there were so many things that like I wish I knew when I was first starting out. And I've, I've put that all in there mm -hmm. uh, in Podcast University. And it's, it's a blog post. It's completely free. Mm -hmm. And you can go to jordanparis.com slash pu to get access, free access to Podcast University, and it's going to solve for every single unknown variable that you could think of uh, wow. in terms of podcasting, technology, everything. And, uh, and, and I throw that in there, and I, I you know, like for, for years, like it was for, for, for two years, I didn't grow my email list. And then I threw that in there, and it's like, oh, I wish I did that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so and, people, uh, people were, they just, they, they were all over this particular blog post. Right. Right. It, yes. And, uh, and so like, yes, of course there is like, you know, you have to, it, it is a restricted blog post where you have to put your email in to be able to access it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that's, so that's like, how you grew your list basically. So the, so the next logical step is like, I'm creating new podcasters at every single turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, what do we talk about? What am I doing now? The marketing agency for serious podcasters. Mm -hmm. I'm creating customers every step of the way mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, and obviously we talk, you know, you mentioned how much sense it makes for me to be doing this and I can't give you the end all be all for <clears throat> everyone's podcast. This is just what it is for me. Yeah. Build a business around what you're really good at and, and weave it into the podcast. Like yeah. I can do this because I've been there and done that in this area. I haven't been there and done that in other areas. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't, uh, but this area I have a real experience and expertise and I'm not a snake oil salesman because of that experience. So like I can, I, that's my business around podcasting. And that's how I monetize it. Wow. So, yeah. 
Well, you know, we, we, we have a lot in common, my friend, because I believe in exactly what you've just described. Um, you know, I went, if you were to read my book, um, at the end of Big Ticket Clients, I propose podcasting as the most powerful strategy for connecting with Big Ticket Clients. Um, it really is not just, you know, as you said, advertising revenue uh, or things like that. It, it can be about building a business. I, I call this, I mean, yes, it's content marketing too, but like I'd call it a form of relationship marketing in a way. Mm. I mean, because you're, as, as the host, I'm developing a relationship with my listeners along the way. Of course, Monday, Wednesday, it's me talking directly to the guest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I give the stage to them. But Friday, when we reconvene for follow-up Friday, when we get back into the huddle, I, you know, I get on the mic for 10 minutes and speak directly with you. Yeah, yeah. The listener. Yeah. And I build that relationship. So, you know, um, what, there was a question I had in my head, but, I, you know, your content is just so interesting. I, I forgot, forgot all about it. You had mentioned earlier that you, a big switch happened for you a couple of months ago when you started doing one-minute videos. Can you yeah. tell us what you mean by one-minute videos and why it's important and how it works? Yeah, I mean, it, you want to know how it works? You pull out your phone, which I don't have on me right now, and you, take a, you, you hit record. Why is but it so really important? What it, <laughs> Why is it so important? Yeah. Because that's what it is nowadays. Like that's the content that these platforms like Facebook will favor you if you're, if you, if you're posting a video, especially if it's one minute long, mm-hmm. uh, like these uh, LinkedIn video right now is on fire and, uh, my profile views on LinkedIn have almost, so, so when I wrote, I wrote an article about a week ago and at that point, uh, I had my, my profile views had quadrupled. Now it's approaching five X. It's almost there at five X. Like, and the the guy only started doing this two months ago. Yeah. And, um, I, like, I, I didn't think that would happen, but it, but it did. I feel like what happened was I've been writing posts on there for so long. Like, I feel like I finally introduced myself to my followers. Video, video is that powerful, isn't it? they finally met me and yeah. like I knew virtually shook my hand and, and now knew who I am and what I'm about. And uh, it, it's, it's a much more intimate relationship that I have now yeah. with the people that follow me on that platform. And uh, I mean, it's video has done so much for me. Wow. Well, thank you for, for, for sharing that. I, again, couldn't agree with you more. I think, Video is the present and the future um, of of content marketing of any kind. Jordan, how can people reach you if they want to learn more about you or maybe watch your or see or listen and watch your podcasts or maybe even learn from Podcast University? Of course. Well, you know, it's so funny. I I really admire my friend James Altucher after we interview after or at the end i asked him like you know where people go to find him and he's like ah, i'm not into that whole self-promotion thing and that was it like he literally didn't <laughs> but as much as i'm, I'm not there yet like i, I, <laughs> yeah, I just, he, <laughs> that was funny though but uh he's an interesting guy um <laughs> so yeah jordanparis.com slash pu for podcast university of course as i had mentioned if you want to solve for all the unknown variables of podcasting and and really become a create a blockbuster podcast where you're interviewing your heroes. Uh, and, uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be an interview show, but that's what it is for me. 
and uh, you know, jordanparis.com, of course, you scroll to the bottom, all my social channels are there. If you want to know how to create one minute videos, mm -hmm. you just, I mean, like, I, I, you can learn by example here. You just go to my LinkedIn profile, Jordan Paris, and uh, look at my see all activity and see my posts, and uh, you'll see videos there with me in front of the camera and you'll see that they're for the most part one minute like I actually did a two and a half minute one yesterday it was it was a little longer of a subject that I had to cover mm -hmm. um but I, because it was interesting and uh but you'll see one minute videos there and you'll see like the style of my description it's very methodical everything's thought out like everything has a reason behind it yeah you know like my one line paragraphs and uh, and just the way, then the way I move in the video, like I'll, you know, I, I try to do at least a one, uh, almost a 180 in the first like five seconds of the video, uh, just to capture like so many attentional shifts throughout the video, yeah. right? Uh, I'll get closer. I'll wipe my eyes, you know, uh, <laughs> raise my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can learn by example there, the podcast growth mindset university, I always recommend people start with uh, the Mark, An Mark Manson episode, mm -hmm. uh, jordanparis.com slash EP99. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, Jordan Paris, it has been a lot of fun meeting you, learning about your life, and being impressed by you. I think that you are an, an influencer not only for today, but for the future. It's been a pleasure. Dr. Pillay, you are the man. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Ticket Clients Podcast. For more episodes and strategies, visit BigTicketClients.com. That's www.BigTicketClients.com. And remember, you can't catch a whale with a worm.